Shout out to my friend Sean for that intro song. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr.Rain3. And he's got a link to his SoundCloud up there. Thanks again, man. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the first episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. I'm your host, Michael Booth. And I'm going to be here doing this, bringing you stuff. Uh, I plan on you know doing a few things with this and just uh, having some fun, bringing some people on, doing some things while I'm at open mics. Uh, so we'll kind of see what it becomes, you know, first episode here and I got a guest, I got a guest to kind of help me bring this podcast online. I think, you know, I think some people, if you're a person that's been to one of my comedy shows in Salinas, you definitely know who this guy is. He's really funny. He's a great friend of mine. Uh, his name is, uh, is Gabriel Alviso. Gabe, how you doing, dude? Yo, good, man. Dude, thank you for having me and being, uh, the first one. Yeah, the first <laughs> one, dude. You popped the the I'm getting there cherry. Oh, dude. It was you, dude. dude. Was, usually it's like I'm getting there too fast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really funny. I like to always like tell people when I'm in like introducing friends, I always like to mention kind of how I met them or like the first thing that really stuck out that kind of got like the friendship going. And with Gabriel, it was, like, the first time we, like, interacted. He tried to shake my hand. And in in my opinion, he, like, fucked it up. I went to shake his hand again. It was just weird, and I called him out for it. And then there was an argument. And then he just became the guy that, like, couldn't shake hands for a long time. That was, like, the – that was just how I knew I knew Gabe. Do you, you remember you remember that dude outside uh, outside the coffee shop at the open mic? Yeah, I went I went to shake your hand and it was a it was a weak handshake. Oh. Uh, <laughs> weak handshake. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't I don't know I I don't remember if like it was one of those fish handshakes where uh you know you grabbed my hand too early and they didn't clench. It was weird and I knew that it was weird and I didn't say anything but you just went oh dude that's disgusting <laughs> like. You were talking about my handshake as if you just ate something bad. Like you're like, oh, oh man. gross. You're like, gross. No, it was it just, was like it was a weird handshake. But I don't know how to describe it any other way. I, Did you know that they, you know why they shake hands? Like why they used to shake hands? No, I don't. Uh, to check like if people had weapons on them. Oh, really? Yeah. You know why people like uh, would like, or cheers, like where cheersing came from, where you like cheers mugs. It's uh, they would, they were drinking out of like wooden like mugs at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know whatever century this was, but uh, they would cheers so hard to splash like each other's like drink into each other's cup to make sure that they weren't being like poisoned. Oh, okay. You see so that I was sometimes. Just sure you didn't have a weapon on you. Okay, <laughs> you were just you were just <laughs> eyeing me down uh, or checking me down. Yeah, I see that sometimes on commercials when they when the the glasses will be cheersing together. You see the spillover. Is, do you think that's like a they're trying to hint at that or no? Yeah, that they might poison they might poison you. So buy this drink. I don't know. Maybe. Be careful uh, when you share with your friends. Maybe that's what they're trying to tell you. I, I... <laughs> there's just something. There's just something that like makes a drink like look more uh, appetizing when you see it splashing. You know, like yeah, that's true. Is like yeah, it's like it gets you kind of horny for whatever you're like like gonna <laughs> consume. When you watch like a cereal commercial, I was, I, I, dude, I was just gonna say a cereal yeah. commercial. Yeah. 
But there's like a Dude. bunch of into windows there though. Uh, like milk splashing. You think of like cum and you get like horny for cereal and shit. Okay. Like you just think yeah. about blowing loads on mini weeds. And you know that that's paint? Yeah, all that stuff is like not real food, right? Well, like a lot of those commercials. The milk is like like a paint. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the food is. Yeah, if it's not real. Dude, I think I some of it I think some of it's real. I don't know. I had a friend that did a McDonald's commercial and he had to eat I think he said like he had to like or he had to bite into a cheeseburger like thirty different times. Wow. And uh yeah. I wonder yeah. how many and cheeseburgers they, that is. Thirty. <laughs> We had to bite into it. I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> I'm talking about like how many bites is one whole cheeseburger though? That's what that's what I was thinking about. Like, oh, oh, you I see what I'm saying? Right. I wonder how many cheeseburgers they used. Like, like out of 30, the thirty, out of the thirty, you got to say he ate like probably like six or seven whole cheeseburgers out of those thirty bites. Well, they had a spit bucket because oh, okay. like no. Yeah, they were like, dude, you're not gonna want to swallow after the first like few times, you know. Yeah, the first few times he was probably getting down, though. Those are probably the best clips. It was the first few times, dude, people really getting into that McDonald's? No, wait, (laughs) the last last clips are probably the best because, like, after, like, I don't know, maybe, like, nine or ten, you're just like, I really got to sell this because I just want this to be fucking over. So you buy it and you're like, mmm, that's delicious. And you, like, really (laughs) sell it, you know? like at the end is like when you're fucking selling it like because you're just like dude this better be it like this better be the fucking yeah like, <laughs> like that's you're a, just like trying to be done yeah you're just trying to be done yeah 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 oh that's funny yeah. it's a great commercial too he's like overly excited about it and shit and uh i don't think it was i don't know if it was a cheeseburger but it was like a new sandwich they were promoting nice yeah that's yeah. awesome dude uh so yeah, dude, how how have you been um, in, in Chicago? I know that for the listeners, you know, that don't know, Gabriel and I used to do, he used to live here in, in California, and he was doing a lot of comedy with me and, and a couple of friends up until he moved. I've seen him a few times since then, but he's been in Chicago, and so. You know, I came here to do stand-up, and uh, it's, like, weird, hard to describe in some ways, um, it's not what I expected. A lot of, I guess I expected like the open mic scene or the comedy scene to be just like a bunch of clubs, straight killers. Like, yeah, it's just kind of the same here than anywhere else, except you could do like a lot of open mics, but it's just bars with a bunch of other comedians and people that don't pay attention. (laughs) People that are, like there's a lot of really really good people here but then there's a lot of like people that are like i would say like on the same level as me whatever like that means and then like people that are like not as good like people of like all different ranges just like anywhere else you know and like but i was expecting like people here were just gonna be like really fucking good and i was gonna like have to like i was gonna be like the weakest link you know yeah and uh and i thought it was just gonna be open mics at like clubs but it's open mics at bars and coffee shops and 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 uh and shit like that and it's like and i thought are there open mics at the are there open mics at the clubs like every yeah there there are open mics at the clubs there's an open mic at a club here called the comedy bar nice and it's like lottery lottery style and they do it a couple times a week and uh 
Yeah, and then there's a Laugh Factory has open mics. And have you done have you done that yet? The Laugh Factory open mic? Yeah. No. No. Oh, okay. No, I never go. I should go because I don't know. You can get booked on their shows if you go eventually. I guess I don't know. I really don't know how it works. I just haven't gone, and just out of pure laziness, which is like really stupid. I think I have friends here that like are like do sh- like are book uh, promoters there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like I actually, a lot of people I know here have like their own shows. Like there's this show called Burnt. This dude Zacco does. It's like a roast show, and he's like a host for Laugh Factory. He does a lot of shows there. He opened for uh, Keenan Thompson recently. Oh, that's dope. And uh, yeah, and then I have uh, there's like this dude named Dario here who like runs an open mic at a bar, and then he has a show there called uh, Funny Little Liars, and uh, his open mic at the bar is like a pretty cool open mic on Monday nights. It's like a late one, and it's like a showcase, and then an open mic afterwards. And I've done the showcase a couple times there. And then the open mic portion is now like a like a scouting type of thing to get on the Laugh Factory show. So like if oh, you do cool. well, like he'll ask you, yeah, he'll ask you to like do the Laugh Factory show or whatever. And then um, yeah, there's some, and then there's some, just some other people that I know that like do shows nice. at the Laugh Factory. And then yeah, Zanies I, is like here too. Nice. Like, I noticed. Yeah. Uh, I noticed when I was going to San Jose right before the quarantine situation that. That was kind of there was a few spots around there where you'd see people that um, looking at people to put on other shows and um, I, the guy there was a guy from the improv coming I think to a couple of the mics I was at a couple of times I was up in San Jose. I'm I'm sad that the scene just had to take like a big pause because of this whole quarantine situation, dude. It's like really kind of just a I mean I know we're all doing it to stop the spread and. You know, the best thing to do is stay home, and, you know, that's what I'm doing. Uh, you know, I, rare, I rarely leave my house, but I just feel like there was so much momentum that we had as, like, comedians. Uh, like, so many people I know that feel the same way, that just there was, like, a momentum that you kind of feel like is gone now because of the, you know, the quarantine and the and COVID-19. Yeah, I wonder how many people are going to quit. I don't know if, like, that's a thing. If, like, think... people are just over it like yeah and if people are over it's probably people that just started i'm like itching to like get back up but also like kind of like nervous i'm like oh what am i like gonna talk about yeah i mean i've i've had some i've had some good ideas the past like week that i feel like i want to try out but there's no i i see a lot of people doing the the instagram live or zoom shows and yeah i i haven't I haven't reached out or tried to get on anything. I just don't know. I don't know how that is going to go. And I haven't talked to anybody that's done it. So I'm really off to reach out and see what's up. But I just don't know about doing like the audience is to me is such a crucial element, at least like in my experience, like the audience has always been something that I've learned. There's just like this energy, this like bond you have as a, as a comedian, I feel like where, you're like playing with them almost. And it definitely helps drive the material that you're going to use. Unless you have your whole, some people have like their whole set planned out, but I always kind of leave it open to see kind of where the audience is going to go and then kind of go with what I feel is going to work or do a little crowd work stuff. I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's fun to kind of have like a, 
it's fun to kind of not know what you're going to say, really. To have, like, a structure, but you have, like, freedom to kind of interact with the audience. That's what I like about comedy. That's that's fun for me about comedy. <coughs> oh, sorry. Corona. No, sorry. That was uh, some guy in my throat. But, uh... A little bit of comedy. <laughs> Uh, no, that's what that's what I that's what I like about comedy. That's what's fun about it is that, you know, you go up there with a joke and then the audience takes it a different way. So then you lean into something else and then you kind of just follow along and it ends up being really fun and you end up having like a good time with people in room. Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh it's like doing a it's theater in a way. Yeah. Like you need an audience or else it's just I don't know it's not the same. You could like read a script or act, like. It's just, yeah, you need an audience. I don't know. I'm not about the online stuff, but I, I actually just I, like don't really. I have like a bad relationship with like uh, social media too. So I mean, I just deleted all my social media. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I know. Right now is probably the time like that most people are like you should have it, you know, to like stay connected and updated with people that you can't see all the time. But um, I kind of hate social media. I have like a big fear of missing out on things. And even though I'm like, I'm, we're quarantined, I, I still feel like people, I don't know, people are like making, I don't know, I still feel left out in some way, but that's just like yeah, a I think weird, weird I, personal I, thing. I think I can, I kind of understand what you're, what you're talking about. I have a, I have, I don't, yeah, I don't think I have a good relationship with social media. I try to use it to my advantage whenever I can, but. I don't think that what I'm consuming on social media is like positive stuff. It just kind of always makes me like upset or like stressed or it's just there's no I don't know. There's no like good that comes from it. Like there's no good that comes from TikTok (laughs) besides, you know, video views on my on my videos that I post. Like I'm like you know, stoked when I get a good video. I know Anthony, um, my friend Anthony, he just had like, he hit some of his comedy videos got up to a thousand and there's, you know, there's people like Joe Bagley and a few others that have just had videos go viral. Um, like El Gordo and, and Joe, they've had some videos go viral and have had like millions of views. And that's freaking amazing, dude. Like, I can't believe that that's happened to somebody that I know, like that's, it's so cool. Um, but you know, I don't even know, like what's the relevance of like having a lot of video views. Like, I'm not sure how to quantify that into, I think about like success in terms of like, uh, and being able to quantify success. Well, like with the video thing or what you were saying, uh, I know that it's like, it builds, it builds like an audience for you. Like if you have one video, people are going to check out if you have any others that are just as funny. And if you do, then like they're going to, you know, subscribe to you. And then when you put out content, you have other videos mm-hmm. and then people talk about you. So it builds like a fan base if you can, if you could do it right. But then like, uh, or if you have like a podcast, but like, I'm just not into making videos. Like that's not really, I mean, I'm down to probably do like some or whatnot, yeah. but like, I'm not into I'm not into videos and I'm not into like memes. Like people are always sharing memes and that's just not like a like a thing for me. Like I don't know, like I find I find them funny or whatever, but like I'm just not it's not my like type of humor. And uh What would you say your type of humor is? Like what do I find not the not the internet usually. 
Okay. Like I don't go on, I don't like go on Reddit and like find funny stuff. Like, I don't know. I like, uh, I mean, like I like, um, you know, watch like I like movies and stand up and, uh, okay. so you like, and like, I, I like podcasts. Like I like, if I'm going to go on the internet to like find something to like entertain me, yeah. like, uh, you know, or like, like, uh, comedically, uh, I usually listen to like, like podcasts that, uh, you know, uh, that I, I like funny podcasts, but like, I don't know. I don't really search memes or like send memes out. And like, I don't See, watch like a lot of those like skits or videos. Okay. So you kind of gravitate towards humor. That's like a little more natural, I guess you could say. I don't know if natural yeah. is the word, but yeah, not like, like I don't really, I don't know how to, I, yeah, like uh, not like, um, like, uh, uh, not like a uh, scripted. I mean, I like some like prank videos and stuff, but I don't, I don't really watch a lot of like those prank videos either. I don't know. Maybe I'm like the, boring. like the gold digger like... prank video where it's like a guy. Oh no, those. Are the those. <laughs> or the, you, or the, like you your homie, that... you're, you're, you know you're that... spray painting my homie's car. <laughs> that I like, I saw where he's like using the Febreze and then like cops that are like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm just, you know, Febrezing this wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> they think it's like a spray can. I like shit like that. Like tricking people. Like, okay. I, I guess I do. I guess like, uh, or like people like jump like scaring people have you ever seen like the guy who dresses as a snowman and people go like during christmas and people go to take a picture with him and then he like moves and they like fucking get like startled oh and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Their, yeah 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 and videos. they're like a still yeah they're like still and then people just keep walking by yeah those are the those are funny yeah uh, and i'm not I'm, i don't know i'm not really i'm not super into like twitter humor either like people like posting okay. like i like i see a lot of people like posting like stuff on facebook to like kind of practice you know like material yeah and and i don't know like i'm not into it and maybe i'm not into it because i'm not good at it or i don't know if that's like a, I, that's probably i kind of understand what I you're saying had, there uh, i never had social media until i started doing stand-up because people were like oh you have to have facebook like it's the way like you communicate mm-hmm. with the community so then i made facebook and instagram uh or yeah. Yeah, I, I have. So, I don't know. I just there's a lot of apps that I just post on, but I don't like look at though. I just kind of I if I have, I think that's the best way to go about it with a couple of the apps like TikTok. I don't look at the videos on TikTok. I don't watch anything, but I just post my I post like joke videos or funny videos that I have on my phone from like living with my old roommate or something. Um, but uh, I don't have an urge to go and just scroll through TikTok or Instagram a lot. I like with Twitter. I know I felt like you're saying there where you're saying like, you don't have them. I feel like that's a different muscle. It's a different comedy muscle. Just to is like the, the just writing like little quick, funny things. Um, yeah. That are kind of like yeah, throwaways. I think, I don't know. I mean, I think there's something to Twitter and some people figured it out and use it to their advantage. Their Twitter is part of their persona, um, with their comedy persona is like their Twitter uh, account. I think you know some people rely more on like the visual. Like I, th- I think a good example of this is somebody like Mark Normand who has a really good Twitter account, and then you look at somebody like, like let's say like Andrew Schultz, 
who has a way better like YouTube presence, I would say. Mm-hmm. And so there's kind of like different mediums there. Like they're operating in different areas, but they're achieving the same effect. Like they're just trying to get you to laugh, but the way they do mm-hmm. it is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm always thinking about how or what, like, you know, I think I kind of have to try everything to figure out what is like the, the, the right way to go. Like I, I try to be open with like sketch ideas with like Anthony and those guys. Um, and try to put myself in those positions because I want to see if I'm any good at that or if people are going to react positively to that. Uh, same goes with like when I did the roast battle, like I was hosting, but I still tried to, I still tried to roast the people too and have good roast jokes for every comic that came up so that I could also have like a little, a little to see if I had like that, you know, if I can roast people or if the jokes that I was writing were like, you know, good. And, uh, I like doing, you know, different things, kind of figuring out where, where, like, where the, is the funny that I'm trying to create going to be transferred the best to the person that's watching? Yeah. For me, it's just live. I don't, I don't have like a funny online presence. Like my Instagram isn't like very, very funny. Like well, you kind of you're kind of doing a different thing on Instagram, I think, than trying to use it for solely for comedy. Like your comedy is like sprinkled into like other things too, which I think is how you got like why you have a, a wide range of followers because you you're like putting a lot of different stuff on there. You're like doing yeah, like I mean, arts. I... You're like doing like art, like photography and stuff, and then you're also putting up like. Uh, like videos of you doing stand up or yeah, it's, I mean, I think you had a good, I just put up like anything I like, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I noticed like a lot of people like, will like post like, you know, only uh, like trying like being funny, like saying funny stuff into the camera on their stories or whatever, like comics. Um, there's some, there's some people here. I mean, not everyone. That. I don't know. That sound, I feel like it sounded judgmental what I just said. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, I, just like, I just like creating shit. I just like making stuff. Yeah, I just like doing live stuff. I think if I do get start to utilize like on uh, social media, mm-hmm. I'm really interested in, like, I find myself gravitating towards, like, day in the lifestyle oh lifestyle videos or like people's lifestyle instagrams you know okay yeah like like i'm i'm a sucker for like i'm i want to know what someone's eating <laughs> like okay stuff like that like or like yeah that's or, kind of a or their routine their routine if they like you know yeah. work out and uh like i like like joe rogan stuff like you know he's not very comical on his instagram like he's posting like the things that he's into you know I want to see like just all artists, not just comics. Are, I'm really interested in their lifestyle, and I think that that makes me even more interested in what they have to say uh, through like their medium. You know, like if it's like a painter or like a rapper or a comic. Okay. Like I, I always like gravitate towards like their interviews and their podcasts, and then like if their Instagram is not just memes and and podcast clips, but. So uh, there's some depth yeah. to it. There's some realness. Yeah. 
That's kind of, yeah, when we were talking about comedy earlier, I think that's kind of a, a theme that you gravitate towards that I also gravitate towards. I think that's why we, that's why we like were friends early on. We both like gravitate towards like a, like real and like the truth and just like the, like no bullshit, um, kind of just raw stuff. Like, uh, as we were talking about earlier, before we started recording, uh, we both like have like grew up listening to like hardcore music and that was like a big part of, you know, each of our lives for, you know, it still kind of is, you know, I still, I still listen to a lot of it for, you know, like motivation and, and just also to, to kind of, it sounds funny to say this and people don't understand it unless you listen to like hardcore music or listen to metal, but it's like relaxing to sit there and put on some shit that's Mm -hmm. like really heavy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think people understand that that's kind of what a lot, like, a lot of it is is you put it on to kind of chill out it's not it's not about some of it is about getting hyped up some of it's about getting like you know you're about to go into the pit and like the fucking breakdown's coming of course you know i've been there i've been in you know wall of death i've been in circle pits all that shit but there is a part of it that is just you in your car or you walking or you something and you got that shit blasting in your headphones but you're just like you feel like super there's something about it i mean what what do you like do you do you feel like that gabe like that's kind of like me that's how i that's like what metal and hardcore does to me just kind of gives relaxes me relaxes you yeah um like I if i know. yeah like if, about i mean in a way yeah like in a way there's something there's something relaxing and like there's something relaxing when you know that you're being comforted and like that's what like hardcore music is it's like comforting you know because i mean that's what anything any art that you gravitate towards is it's comforting like you know it's somebody or something that relates to you or has like like you know the words to describe a feeling that you also feel and so like there's some sort of feeling of relaxation but i wouldn't describe it in the same way that I feel relaxed after like I open my eyes from like meditating. Like I don't feel, I don't feel, I mean, I do, it's a different type of calm. I do feel calm, but it, I, I, when I listen to like hardcore music, I feel tense, you know, it also makes me feel tense in some ways. I guess it just depends on the band because there's like tons of bands running through my head. There's gonna, like, yeah, there's, it depends yeah. on the stuff. Like when we, when I, when we were hanging out, I remember like going through like bands and stuff, and you kind of listen to more of like the, I would say the more like hard, like straight up hardcore, like bare bones hardcore bands, like almost like punk, you like kind of like punkish stuff. Um, yeah, I do. It's, and I, I listen to like punk influenced hardcore. Yeah, there's just like more metal. I was gonna say I listen to yeah. Um, but I do like, I do like that stuff. I just always found like, like I got more out of like the heavier kind of the, this, the little bit faster paced stuff, like almost like thrash and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I love hardcore music, man. I love the people that you meet at shows. I love the communities, how it's like a small community. Uh, there's all these different like pockets of, like communities of different, you know, the people follow different bands. There's local stuff. 
uh, like your your buddy Paul, um, his band, um, and like the scene that's down here. I think it's cool that no matter where I like I I grew up, there was like a scene just like this up in Washington where there was like you know some bands that I knew and I would go watch and there would be like other friends that would go check it out and we'd all you know there was like a scene and people were supporting. Um, I just uh, I think that metal is like very unique and it's different than a lot of other genres because you have like access to the people, the performers, like more so than other. Yeah. Like like when it comes uh, to like pop music or country music or EDM, uh, unless you're at like a club and you like the DJ and the DJ isn't like huge, like you're going to get to meet those people. But with, I think with metal, there was like, like you could, I got to meet like all the people that I like grew up listening to all the bands. I've got to like meet everybody in them. And it's freaking yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't. I would say even even more so with like hardcore. Like when it comes to like the like between punk and like metal. Like yeah. hardcore is like in the in the middle where it's even you're even closer to like those people that you grew up listening to and like going to their shows and like kind of like idolized and looked up to. You know, because like metal though, you know, you still have like those big bands like Slayer and Metallica, and like those are like the <laughs> same as like like in certain ways of like uh you know like fucking madonna it's like a different Bieber. tier like, yeah it's like a different tier like yeah they're like yeah they're just like, you know, they're, like out in the yeah, eye, yeah. yeah but like but with hardcore there's no there's not really any tiers in that way there are and they're almost like invisible yeah. like you don't like i don't think you can name like one hardcore band that is equivalent to like a slayer or metallica like no. it's just not in hardcore you know, it's not, no. it's, and if, and it, even if the bigger, is, even like the bigger names that were like doing tours and stuff for the past few years, they weren't doing like huge venues. Like you would think it was, they're doing like all these club shows and they're, you know, like I, I got to yeah. see like a lot of the people that I saw on these tours, I'd go and see like where they're staying at in their tour bus. And a lot of these dudes, like the, it's like an old motor home that's like, run down and they're just driving and hoping that it makes it and they're just on tour and it's so sick to yeah, like i got really this cool. yeah i got to just chill outside of a few of these and hang out with all of these band dudes at a, at a at a couple of shows and it, it's like the best experience ever as a fan um the cool thing about like hardcore and like something that like it kind of ties into like comedy is that i think that you know, if you're just good and you play a lot, you know, you could end up playing with the people that you look up to. Like my friend's band. Um, I don't know if you ever met my friend Cody, a uh, tall guy with long hair. I think he I met him one Paul, time, but, but he wasn't there. But anyway, my friend Cody, he's in a band right now called Drain and they're from Santa Cruz, but they're like the up and coming band in hardcore right now. And like, like they've played with all of these bands that I have like looked up to since I was like uh, 13 years old mm-hmm. and they're and like, they just played like the biggest hardcore festival in the world uh, called this is hardcore in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. And yeah. And like, so like, that's like, that's like a thing to say where it's like, it is a big deal, but also like, I don't look at them in like any so like they all have regular day jobs and they're just like my buddies, but they're, it's like, it's different because like, you don't, 
hear other people say like, oh, dude, my friend is like an up and coming like rapper right now. Like he's yeah. played with like, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. like, yeah, that's possible or whatever. But like with hardcore, like I know so many bands that are like the bands right now. Like there's another band that I grew up like uh, with the dudes like Hands of God. Like they're from San Jose and like we played shows with them. Like I've played shows with uh, some of my favorite bands like when I and I was only a teenager which is like really cool about hardcore and it's just because like you know like we played and we were good and we had like a fan base and like we like we worked hard and like Cody's band now Drain they work really really hard and they're they're like doing big things they moved to LA to like you know uh like keep the momentum going and they were just in like uh skateboard magazine like uh they yeah. did like yeah like they you know they're they're really killing it and uh oh how how i'm tying this into like comedy is that like i think like i've seen like people here uh and like i've heard like through other and like on the internet and whatnot like these guys that have like day jobs are opening for like you know crystalia like his his uh opener is this guy named craig con craig con yeah yeah yeah, that dude yeah and like i've been i've been following him since he was like working at uh trader joe's like yeah. years ago me too like yeah. i've been following him when, yeah when he was like just doing bits about like working at trader joe's yeah and then he like did this bit about how he got fired and it was like a true story yeah and then like and then i hadn't really followed him like i hadn't really followed him and then okay and then he had a podcast and then I was like on his podcast and I was just like, I was like, oh, dude, I haven't seen this guy in a while. And then uh, I was like, oh, shit, he opens for Chris D'Elia and like he's like Chris D'Elia's like main opener. And uh, and I hear like a bunch of shit like that, like Kill Tony, like people here have opened for like pretty big people. Like there's people in like San Jose, like that girl, Emily from Santa Cruz. She yeah. was just like on Conan. Like, yeah, she was and, like, on Conan we and same... she was doing shows with yeah. like uh... – she was doing shows with like Jed Apatow and Greg Fitzsimmons and and all kind and a bunch of other people and is like making yeah, we content, are, yeah. And we were at the same like open mic as her, and like it reminds me of like hardcore where you're just like around these people that could be like the like like pretty big, and it's yeah. just because like they they hustle and they work hard, and if you're good, you're good, and it's like yeah, it's really humbling, man. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. humbling it's really to cool. see to and like go and look at yeah to like go and look at some of these dudes instagrams and these girls instagrams doing these shows and and you know in in your head you're like man that's so crazy like the you know like the punchline or like Cobbs or the laugh factory or anything like that you're like holy shit uh then you see them at the open mic that you went to and they're just working on material just like you and you're like oh man uh yeah be humble um because everybody's just doing the same thing you are and there's no they're not they're working hard. That's why they have what they have because they worked hard for it, and they, they like have had opportunities and they've capitalized on those opportunities. That's all that's happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's just um, this is really cool because it's just about like hard work and like if you're funny, you know, if you're funny, you're funny. And if you just keep on trying new shit and just keep on, you figure it out, I think, you know, and Mm -hmm. like the, you figure it out and it's just about the hustle 
and then you know once you kind of get into a groove i don't know maybe utilizing uh, you know people that you know and 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 uh i think doors doors open you know it's really about just fucking just keep on doing it and yeah. try to get on do as many open mics as you possibly can and then keep on creating and keep on pushing yourself and and keep on you know trying to get on as many shows as you can and trying to do your best every time. And then when an opportunity comes, you take that opportunity and then you take the next and then you take the next and you're just be kind to everyone, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and don't be selfish and give people stage time. If you have the opportunity to do that, you know, give everyone a chance and be honest with people and make friends and have fun and like that's what like hardcore was like hardcore wasn't this like we're trying to make it big or anything like that it was just about like playing as heavy as you can or as fast as you can and like having a really good fucking show and having a really fun show and like i just want to like you know adopt that mentality and like the way of doing things into comedy like because my goal here is just to be as funny as i can like yeah. i just want to make people laugh as much as i can like if i'm gonna go up you know like seven eight nine times in a week like i want to be able to make people laugh you know seven eight or nine times if yeah. i can you know and yeah. so so i want to be, be able to do that and being uh, in a place where you can do it seven eight or nine times a week is something that it, it's, it's crazy being able to have that many opportunities uh you know i think that the scene here is kind of there's a lot of opportunities here and you know you realize like you know you go to places like and go back home to washington or something and there's like one or two open mics in the area that's like once a week at each of them so you get like two shots a week to be funny and even if you get up at all it just seems like very you know a few people could turn away pretty quick when there's not a lot of you know opportunity to try again to think that you're improving, it's like hard to even measure if you are, you know, it's, there's no, I don't think people know that until you start doing it. Yeah. I, I can do, yeah, I couldn't even imagine what it'd be like staying, me staying back home and doing, you know, just poets and, uh, and, um, what's the other well, one? I mean, now there's a chance. I mean, before all this, before all this COVID 19 quarantine shelter in place, there was a chance to hit, on a on a week where there was the XL mic, you could hit two on Monday, you could hit two on Tuesday if the weeks lined up. Then you could hit th if you got on a if you got on a show, or uh, you could do three, or you could just do the two on Wednesday. So you could get two, four, six, and then if you were on any shows, or if you went and asked people, I'm sure you can get on a Thursday thing. And there was the Friday one in Pacific Grove, so you could hit eight. You no, could but hit I'm eight. saying. But when I was back home, I was only doing like poets and then East Village on Wednesdays. And like I'm saying, I can imagine only doing those two a week. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Even, yeah. Like before, like I thought that I was like, oh, like this is enough, you know, for a small amount of time. I thought like, oh, this is great. But then like really quickly, I was like, oh, I need to do more. Like I looked up those other ones. Like, you know, I found the one. In yeah. Oakland, the, that like, the one, one that we went to. That other place? We drove to. We drove to a few. We drove to one in, we drove to one in San Francisco that one time, and then we drove to the other one in Florence, 
and the Florence, one in, yeah i looked up that place like like i just like i knew right away i was like i can't only do a couple and like even like like yeah you could do a lot like eight back home or whatever and like i mean i don't really know i'm not i'm not there but like the thing here which i don't think that you can do at you know back home from where we are you know at least because like we are close to the bay but not like close enough where it's easy especially i didn't have a car at the time but like here dude like i could do three on monday and then next monday i could do another three that are not the same as last monday like there's so many you know so like if like my monday through like sunday i could do a bunch and then the next monday through sunday i could do different ones like you know yeah and so like you know depending on like how much traveling i want to do on the train or like what side part of town i want to go to and like how long i want to wait or whatever but like i could do a, a lot you know a lot of different ones and i should utilize that a lot more i did when i was first here i was because i was new so everything was new but i was going to like a bunch and then i i've realized like lately before all this happened i got into a groove and i was going to i've been going to the same ones because i'm comfortable there and like I, I kind of feel like my, I'm not getting better, which sucks. You have to go to the ones that have. Yeah, we're not everybody's. Yeah, there's there's like there's like there's a few mics like that here where not everybody's going, and there's still a crowd, but there's just it's like a rotation of people all the time, and you never know who's gonna be there. And I feel like there's those are the mics you should be doubling down on because I think poets is a great mic. Oh, I love that. I love that room. It's, it's one of the, that's, it's the one I'll always go to. Um, it's such it's, a good feeling being in that room, dude. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a really good crowd actually to test out material on. Like, I know there's a lot of comics there, but you actually get quite a bit of people coming and through the there. Comics pay attention there too. Yeah. Not all of them, of course, but yeah, but um Yeah, I mean, I think you know if you're onto something when you have like all the comics paying attention and laughing to you. Then you know you're onto like a, you have like a good joke coming on when you have like a few comics laughing hard. You got people like paying attention, most people are quiet looking at you. You're like, "Okay, this is a good like what I just did was good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I've only like there's like a handful of times where I've felt that where I've finished a joke and I was like talking and I could feel everybody looking at me in the place. And that's like one of the coolest like feelings ever when you've got you've got everyone's attention. You've like captured the room. You've you've done something cool. That is a good feeling. Yeah. Dude, uh I wanna hear, you know, before we before we go, I wanna hear about um your chili the recipe. You told me you talked about this before we started talking and I didn't forget and I wanna I want you to break down this because I fucking love chili, dude, so Lay it on me. How are you going to, what are you doing? Dude, I'm so excited. Dude, I've been thinking about this like all fucking like last week and like all of this okay. week, dude. Uh, I'm, I bought so much shit and like, <laughs> I realized that I didn't have a pot big enough for it. Okay. And so I had to borrow a pot, but I've never made chili before. And oh, so it's your first excited. time. Dude, yeah. Okay. I'm so stoked. It's wow, vegetarian. Dude. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I kind of just like grabbed shit and I was like, I'm going to put this in a fucking pot and it's going to taste delicious. And I have tons of jalapenos, chipotle peppers, poblanos, Anaheim, uh, some Damn, serranos. Dude. You're going yeah. for spice. 
Yeah. That's awesome. I don't even think we're going to be able to taste it. My mouth is like watering right yeah, now. Yeah, that sounds like you're just going to be eating a bunch of hot peppers. <laughs> yeah. Then, then I, have like, I have tomato sauce. Dude, what do you think of a curry chili? Uh, That seems interesting. Um, I've always kind of felt like curry is chili, kind of. Yeah, uh, it's like Indian chili, right? Yeah, it kind of is, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, if you think about it, with chili without beans is kind of like curry, though. No, but you put all the beans in there, but with curry instead of like a tomato base. Okay, and then you're gonna have all these hot peppers too. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. should definitely, you know. I'm not doing that tomorrow, but I thought that that was a good idea. But I'm putting hella cheese in my dude. I got mozzarella, I got Mexican, and I got cheddar. Okay, dude, this is this sounds like it's gonna be fire, dude. Uh, and I got. A- Fried egg on top. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to take oh, a picture and send it to me, um, and maybe right. I can maybe I can post it up when this episode goes out. Post up a okay. Gabriel's finished result of his chili. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. No, but do you have any? I mean, you said you deleted Secret? your Instagrams and your Facebook and stuff, but can people still follow you? No. No. Ah. No. If they can, if they are able to follow you again, I will you have this? Phone I have to delete that now. <laughs> you can follow me on Tinder. Follow, yeah, okay. Follow Gabriel just, on yeah. Tinder. No, but hit, when he comes back online social media, uh, I'll make sure to tag it in this whatever when this goes out. What? Give him my email. Oh, uh, you could email Gabriel. At Gabe Alviso, A-L-V-I-Z-O, at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, send him an email, know. and he might respond. And my social security number is... Is it really? Yeah. I definitely have to delete that. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, give people my social security number, dude. Nah, dude. You can't say shit like that on the fucking podcast, bro. You can't dude, just I throw out your social security no, number. No, don't. Poor sick. Oh, my God. Dude, I know my little sister's social security. Dude, her name is Isabella Cantu. She's 15. <laughs> All of this has to get deleted. What? <laughs> Such a waste. Dude. Yo, her address is nine. <laughs> I can't post that, bro, for real. Dude, can you just post that? No, bro, I can't post that stuff up. Oh, I can't do that. Um, no, dude, but it's been fun talking to you. Um, I feel like every time we have a conversation on the phone or anything, it goes about an hour, just about what it is right now. Uh, yeah. I feel like we could talk about anything. We could just go and go and go. But no, I'm I'm glad that you were able to come on. Thank you for being the first guest on my podcast. You know, I think we'll definitely have to do it again in the future. I'll have you back on again. I'm sure sometime soon. Uh and we'll check in, see how's it see how it's going. Yeah, dude. Uh I'm I might make a you know, I think I'm I have, I know it's going to be tomorrow's going to be the first time I ever make chili, but I'm pretty sure like it's going to be a thing that I commit to for the rest of my life. Just like making chili. Nice. Like it just, even though you've never made it, you're just like, this is what, even though you've never made it, you're just like, this is what I'm going to do now. 
dude it's just it's so dude i've already had so much fun just gathering the ingredients and tasting them in my mouth before i even like actually put them in my mouth you know like Like, man all these things taste good i'm gonna taste them all together at once um that's awesome Um, dude and uh i guess uh yeah man well thank you for thank you for coming on appreciate it and you know email him I got. I put said his email earlier, but uh, email Gabriel. Tell him how you know. Check in with him. Ask him how he's doing. Uh, it's always great talking to you. I hope you're doing well in Chicago and that you're staying safe from the quarantine, man. And uh, we'll talk soon. Uh, I just want to. Can I shout someone out? Sure. I just want to shout out George Martinez, my pen pal. He's in prison right now. His prison number is six six four seven nine one zero. And uh, yeah, dude, um, you could you could write to him at one oh nine Soledad State Penitentiary nine nine zero four seven. George Martinez. Uh, I said his number is six six four seven nine. Just say what's up. I'm his only pen pal right now. He's in there dude, for life. I'm about to I'm about to write him too. Okay, hell yeah, dude. Uh he's dope as fuck. Um all the all the rumors about him in prison, he says they're not true. Um I believe him. He has really good handwriting. Uh he <laughs> he can't afford binder paper and commentary, so he just <laughs> rips paper out of books from the library and then writes over them so his letters are kind of hard to read sometimes (laughs) (laughs) holy shit bro alright man well fucking send it out to was it George? George yeah send it out to George say hi to Gabriel thank you guys for checking in so much that's his that's his, uh, his inmate number there you go dude Hey everybody, thank you for listening, and make sure to head over to the Instagram at I'm Getting There Pod. If you'd also like to see what I'm doing, you can go to at underscore mbooth on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook and YouTube, Michael Booth. Thank you for listening, and be sure to subscribe.